welcome to Technistry. My name is Scott Shulman, and I'm here as always with Chris Pennington. How you doing today, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you, Scott? Doing well. Uh, we are going to be talking about a couple of topics today. Uh, we are uh, excited that this, I just want to mention at the front end of this, it has been so fun for me <laughs> to be able to do this every other week. Um, and I'd like to hear what your guys' feedback is on that. Um, so if you, we'll, we'll mention the, the Twitter and, and um, our way you can get in contact with us. But um, just want to keep you guys as an audience engaged with us. And uh, if you have any comments or feedback, we would love, uh, love to hear that. Um, today, the, the topic I chose to talk about is uh, 1Password. So I think we talked about this uh, last season a little bit, but um, I don't think that we can put it in front of ourselves uh, too much. Um, before we talk about the specifics of 1Password, which based, 1Password is a password manager that uh, works for Mac and iOS, um, but even if you don't use this one, I, I can't emphasize enough, please use a password manager. Um, Cyber crimes are real, and they happen to people every day. Um, and it's just, it's just so important for you to have a password manager. Um, you know, it's it's something. It's one of those like necessary evils, like you know, life insurance, car insurance, you know, stuff that you have to pay for every month. And normally, you're not going to get any cash back on those things. But it's just a good principle and practice to have a password manager. Um, don't use the same password for everything, please. Um, it's just so easy for hackers to get in to your stuff. And you might be thinking, well, my bank account isn't very big, so why would anyone want to steal my stuff? Your identity is valuable to people, and they can use your identity to do things that uh, you wouldn't want them to do. Um, so just, I know I'm, I'm kind of uh, standing on a little soapbox here, but please use a password manager. They're really, really uh, important to use. So, um, now, I'll be the first to say that this is not a convenient practice at all, especially when you're starting off. So I remember, uh, man, I don't know how many years ago it was, but uh, Chris, remind me, I think it was like Yahoo had a breach of uh, like millions and millions of accounts and passwords. Is that right? Was that a few years ago? Yeah, I feel like maybe two years ago, something like that. It was... That's, that yeah, sounds it was right. massive though. It was big. And of course, I mean, almost everyone has a Yahoo account, at least I did. And so that really got me thinking, wow, the password that I have for my Yahoo email is the same one for my Gmail, which I use for everything. And all these little dinky websites all across, scattered all across the internet that I've ever been to all have the exact same password. So that got me, kind of scared me into doing this. And I'm glad that I did. But starting off, it was a pain. Like I had to go through all of the websites that I could remember and then go in there and uh, enter my current password, type a new password, write the new password in the app. And it's it's a pain. I'm, I I get it. I I have suffered with you. But let me tell you, it's it's a peace of mind that you get after you have all these really strong passwords locked away in your vault and your one password. And once you get used to doing it, it does get a lot easier. Um, you can go into one password and, and copy it and paste it into the um, into the website that you're using. Uh, I what are we on now? Is this iOS 12? Is that what we're on, Chris? 
I can't remember. Uh, is it 12 yes. or 13? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's 12. I've heard someone those... talking about 13 and what people expect. I know, right? Suddenly I can't remember. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 12. So whatever whatever the current iOS is, it integrates really well with 1Password. And, um, so, and if you have a, a phone or an iPad with Face ID, that makes it even easier. All you have to do is look at your phone and it will put your password in there. And that integrates with 1Password. So um, it's... It's really, really nice. And with Face ID, um, the 1Password app, when you open it up, all you have to do to get into your vault is to look at your phone with Face ID. Um, Touch ID if you have uh, a phone with that. But it's just so easy to get into it. And they're trying to make it as easy as possible so that people don't have an excuse to be like, well, it's just too hard to do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just my, uh, my tip for the day. Just be consistent. Don't be lazy about this. It's, uh, it's something that chances are you'll probably be fine if you don't use it, but do you really want to take that risk? Um, you know, it's like having life insurance, like, yeah, you know, you probably won't die prematurely, but if you do, don't you want your family to be taken care of? Um, it's, it's that type of a, uh, it's basically insurance for your passwords. So that's yeah. uh, that's what I think about 1Password. How about you, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm also a 1Password user and a big fan. Yeah. It is actually on Windows and Android, so it doesn't matter what you oh, use. Nice. Good. Um, you can access it. And yeah, especially with the integration into iOS, it's quite literally as easy as it's it's easier than remembering and typing a password. Um, yes. You know, like Scott says, you, you literally touch into the, the field where you're going to put your username and uh, a little thing pops up. You put your finger print down or you look at your phone and it just puts in your username and password and then you click sign in. So it really is easier once you uh, once you get it set up and uh, it'll even create generate passwords for you. If you're on a computer, uh, I'm not sure what it would be on uh, a PC, but like on, on a Mac, you just hit command backspace and whatever website you're in, it'll auto um, put your credentials in for you. You don't even have to right click and hit an extension button and all this kind of stuff. So it really does, after a brief setup, make it way easier for you. Um, and like <clears throat> if your specific account has been hacked, as in like, let's say you had a Yahoo account, uh, it will tell you that there's been a password breach with Yahoo and suggest you change that. So it even tracks things like that for you. So it's really worth the uh, the, the money and it makes it, it honestly saves you time. In addition to keeping you secure, it's actually easier. Um, if you say, I hate that and I would never spend money on anything. I know a few people, I'm sure you do, Scott, who are like, I would never spend money on an app. And I'm like, I feel like yes. that's not a hill to die on. But anyhow, um, <laughs> if, you, if you just absolutely don't do that, at least come up with some kind of algorithm to keep your passwords unique. And um, so one of the things I used to do before I used 1Password is I literally sat down at my computer one day and hit a random uh, bunch of keystrokes that included symbols, letters, and numbers. And it was like nine or 10 keystrokes. And they made no sense. It was just randomized. And then I memorized that and was able to type it in very quickly. And then I would just use like a little extension, like let's say I was signing into Google. Um, So I would do like my normal nine or 10 digits. That was the same for everywhere. And then I would do like capital G and then for the... Val, I would do a zero. So that would be the extension onto that, you know, string that I normally used. So even if you're like, even that is better than nothing. Uh, just don't use the same one everywhere and don't use like your name or your, you know, cat's name or something. So um, yes. <laughs> there's lots of options um, all the way from super cheap to spending some money on an app like this. But uh, it really is important to keep safe and 
and it honestly saves you a lot of time too. So I just ranted on your rant. What do we call that? Listen, it's all right. It's a double rant. I don't know. Piggyback rant. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, before I now that I just spent half my time ranting about your rant, um, I'm going to speak briefly about an app called PrayerMate. PrayerMate's an app to help you pray, um, and this is something I've just started using recently. And I think I saw it suggested on Twitter somewhere, and uh, I I'd used uh, the Logos app for a little while uh, to manage prayer requests, but it's kind of like a sub feature of it, and it doesn't have the power features that an app like PrayerMate does that's built specifically for prayer. Um, so it has a bunch of different options, and I won't go into all those, but the basic thing is that you can add prayers to it and ask and tell it when you want to pray for that thing. Um, you can create lists in addition to that, and then there's actually um, like shared public prayer re- requests for certain like missions or things like that that you can actually just connect with, and then whenever they add new prayer requests, you have access to those. Um, they also actually suggest certain biblical prayers, so, like, uh, they would suggest you pray through, like, the Lord's Prayer, and you can add that to your prayer list. And and that's, I think, a really important aspect of prayer is to let um, God actually shape the phrasing and the way you talk to him. And uh, so much of Scripture is prayer uh, or contains prayers um, that there's a lot of learning we can do just praying through some of the prayers um, God has for us. So a prayer meet is an app, and as far as I know, it's just on iOS um, but uh, like I said, you can have different subjects, you can have different lists, you can have it remind you at certain times. Uh, there's a lot of uh, customization to the app. And uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's free. And uh, Yep, I, it is free. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure there's a way to support it in some ways or like a, you know, a higher tier, but I've never used it. <laughs> I've always been really happy with uh, um, just with the basic version, and it's been a big help to, to my prayer life. So PrayerMate is a great way to... Uh, to get started, and uh, it'll even help you kind of categorize, think about basic categories of prayers you should you should have, and then mark those and uh, mark them uh, answered as well. And that that's a great way to keep track of how God is, um, you know, working in your life. So uh, I'd encourage you to look at PrayerMate, and it's free, so you've got nothing to lose. Yeah, that's awesome. This is a the second uh, episode in a row that you've shared something that I used to use and I haven't used in a while and uh, I've just been I've just been using uh, bear for all of the prayer requests that we get um, and uh, but it's 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 not as near as like it, it's not made for that but prayer mate is and I just I just uh, re-downloaded it on my phone and looking through it it's it's optimized for the iPhone 10 size screen um, it looks really really clean and uh, so I'm definitely gonna start using this one again um so thanks chris that's uh that's awesome hey sure thing all righty well um that's all we got for today so thank you so much for listening you can reach us on twitter at technistry pod we're also on facebook and uh if you want to go over to itunes and leave a review and a rating that would be fantastic we'd love to hear from you there as well so until next time we'll talk to you guys later